0: The Big Story from The Straits Times on FM
1: 89.3 You're watching The Big Story with me, Hairian Todiman. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you will not miss a single episode. The phone lines are busy and restaurant reservations for large groups are filling up. A sign that many Singaporeans are looking forward to next Tuesday when dining-in limits will double from 5 to 10 people per group. It sure has been a rollercoaster ride for diners during the course of the pandemic, from having only takeaways and deliveries during the circuit breaker to the ever-changing dining-in measures. Let's find out more about how restaurants are reacting to these latest rules. I'm joined by Benjamin Bo, Management Committee Member at the Restaurant Association of Singapore. Welcome to the show, Benjamin. What do restaurants have to do to cater to the latest changes, especially to accommodate larger group sizes? Thanks, Haryanto. And first of all,
0: I think the industry definitely welcomes a lot of the easing of measures. You know, the 10-packs, having live music, having the alcohol, uh, uh, serving time, moved out, uh, no more 10.30 curfew and all that. That is really going to help a lot of the businesses in our industry. So first of all, I want to say we're very thankful and we're very appreciative that the government has moved that quickly on that. Uh, In terms of just catering to the latest changes and especially the larger group sizes, I think the first thing restaurants would have to do is now figure out their seating arrangements because we're so used to serving tables of five. Uh, we did do tables of eight for a bit, but you know that was very short-lived. So now that we are able to sit tables of 10, uh, we've got to bring out the bigger tables for some of the family restaurants. For some restaurants, you've got to start combining tables and all that. But ultimately, very happy news. I think what the restaurants just have to figure out is seating arrangements and how do you still keep to one meter while trying to serve as many large group sizes as they, as they can. I think the second thing would be to really relook their menu offering because a lot of restaurants had to pivot and they had to, had to come up with menu options for five, for two. Uh, that is all going to change because bigger group sizes uh, couldn't wait to come back. Now they are coming back. So again, the, the restaurants have to think through the set menus and really plan according to that. But although I would say this shouldn't be new to the industry because in the past, we've always been serving bigger groups uh, pre-COVID. So this is just kind of an adjustment period. Uh, in mm-hmm. terms of checks, you know, nothing really changes. BDS is still in place for people who want to serve uh, tables of 10. So that, that's pretty much status quo. And of course, the, the, the last thing that people really have to think through the restaurants, the kitchen and service staff, they have to now pivot to how do you serve bigger groups at the same time uh, so that you know, the quality of service, the food doesn't get affected.
1: Benjamin, talking about your last point on uh, staff members and you know, uh, manpower, are, you, are your members expecting a manpower crunch and uh, to hire more people ahead of the return of more customers?
0: Well, I would say manpower crunch has been an ongoing issue and it has always been and it will continue to be. So really here, the restaurants who have the ability to hire more people now and get more people in, especially now that the operating hours will be lengthened as well because now you can serve uh, alcohol. So some restaurants will start doing second service, third service. So the people who can hire more employees, they will be more prepared for the return of customers. Uh, But unfortunately for the restaurants who are short-staffed and still can't get people in, they're going to be quite stretched because now there are more people coming into the restaurant. They're going to order more things. And therefore, if they're not well-staffed, I think, from a customer standpoint, one can expect service times and standards to drop a little bit, but hopefully over time as people get staffed up, as we all get used to serving bigger groups, we can move faster. Uh, but I would say, you know, if, if the MTF does ease the need for vaccinated, differentiated measures and checks altogether, what all these businesses can do is now move that manpower from the front to unit-producing activities like service, production of food. So that would be something that's very well received if it comes in the near future.
1: Benjamin, as Managing Director of McDonald's Singapore, how has your business, your restaurants have been coping so far? And moving forward with this latest uh, round of changes or easing, uh, how are they coping? I would say the restaurants have been coping relatively
0: well considering that you know we have a lot of protocols and processes in place. And our customers have been very understanding as well with all the different changes that have to have to be implemented we've also kind of made sure that the restaurants are still hospitable despite being strict on safety. But I would say uh, these measures are definitely a breath of fresh air, especially the, the fact that restaurants can decide if they want to do the VDS checks, if they continue to serve tables of five. And if they don't want to do that, then they can do, uh, uh, do VDS checks and serve tables of 10. So at McDonald's, we are definitely keen to keep to the five because again, for our restaurants, uh, we are small. Uh, and, and most of our seats are, are fixed anyway. And most of the times our customers come in smaller group sizes. So we prefer to keep it to five. At the same time, now our staff can be redeployed into the restaurant to serve customers at the lobby or even go to the kitchen to, to produce food faster for the customer. I think one thing that really helps our restaurants, uh, and it, it's, it's general across all F&B, but especially for McDonald's Singapore, we hire a lot of Malaysians. And the fact that the Singapore-Malaysian border is now open and that you know, daily commute can happen again. That really is gonna help our, our employees because a lot of our employees have been stuck here for two years. I have a few employees that have had kids but weren't there for the birth of the kid and hasn't seen the kid since six months since the birth. So all this is, is um, it's really it's really heartening because now I know they'll, they'll be fine. They can go home, spend time with their families.
1: What about the smaller establishments? Let's talk about them. Are you finding that they are not bothered by the latest changes, considering they won't be able to feed a group of 10 people anyway?
0: Yeah, I would say the smaller establishments, they are appreciative of some of the easing of measures. So, for example, if you're a bar or bar slash bistro restaurant, uh, obviously the lifting of the alcohol curfew will be very well received. But a lot of the smaller establishments, what would really help them is really that one meter uh, seating between tables. And, and that's because a lot of our restaurants, the small cafes, the, rest- the quick service restaurants, even the food courts and some of the hawkers, most of the table seatings are riveted to the ground. Uh, they're really fixed. So with the one meter, that essentially means that a lot of our seating is down by 50% or less. But unfortunately, all these businesses are still paying 100% rent for that space, but are not able to serve as many customers uh, versus pre-pandemic at any point of time. So with that, packs doesn't really help them, but the one-meter rule can be reconsidered that will truly help these businesses.
1: Benjamin, thank you so much for your time and your perspectives. Benjamin Bo from the Restaurant Association of Singapore.